we, we will sit down on the podcast, bro, and knock that bitch out an hour, an hour, and be good. And be like, bro, that was one of the best ones we done did yet. You know what I mean? So that's that's funny you say that, right? <laughs> that's real, though. <laughs> now it's all. And, and we have that moment. You know what I mean? Really? That's all, and that's all that matters. It's the real. That's, that's what you can actually experience. So and that's what's really cool about this. Now that this thing's actually recording, actually recording, we have two guests, and let's re reintroduce them real fast. JC Coates from Culture and Cannabis, full time Tony and Culture and Cannabis. Y'all already know what time it is. It is time, bro. We have. Literally, probably one of the biggest guests that we'll have. Hopefully, you know, we have some other people on that's, you know, doing the damn thing like these men are. These gentlemen are fucking doing big things out in Vegas right now. If you don't know anything about their podcast, please go tap into it. Please go listen to it. It is Culture and Cannabis. You can find it pretty much anywhere that you listen to anything. So go do that shit and give these dudes some motherfucking respect and some love because they deserve it. They've been putting in fucking work from the jump. And we've been talking to them a little bit, uh, just from like that jump, you know, from that ground up. They've been starting from the ground. And that's one thing that I resonate with, that C resonates with, that Kylo resonates with, especially because we all had that same essence where we had to really jump from the ground and do this damn thing. Not just in this, but in our lives. So it really means a lot to us that they actually take the time for us, you know, to give us this all of this fucking chance to be fucking on this and really experience something that's better and bigger than just Oklahoma. Cause really we represent that here, but we want to represent cannabis everywhere too. Like we want to be, you know, all over the place, but as well as representing what it is here and y'all doing the same thing out in Vegas and we fucking fuck with it, bro. We love it, man. For you real. could tell he's caked already. <laughs> hey, I got two oh, motherfucking. I got. I got two motherfucking spliffs in my hand right now, dog. <laughs> Shit. My motherfucker right here is Stony Twan. <laughs> Here's that one. He's like, just my give me two minutes. <laughs> but yeah, my spirit animal. But yeah, that's the introduction for these bad cats, the goats. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna let them kind of spill off a little bit about what they do and what, who they are. For everyone that knows us, y'all already know we just fucked up the whole beginning of this podcast, so we're gonna try and catch back up real quick. But yeah, let's get it. <coughs> Thanks for having us, guys, man. Yeah. Thanks hey, for all the yeah. nice words. I appreciate that. No doubt, we appreciate it for real coming out. Like I know y'all schedule is super busy and everything like that, so it really means a lot. Here's the thing, though, like with us, man, like you know, we it's all about be, be having a business is profitable, right? That allows right. us to do this, that, and the other, right? But like. What we, it's about the people for us. Like, like I want to connect with y'all. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if I didn't come to this, it'd be a loss on my part. You know what I'm saying? I so feel it's that. Like, um, you know, cannabis is is a different kind of in, industry, right? It, it it has this kind of like a different kind of thing with the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so like for us being able to connect with the, with you guys out here doing your thing, it's equally as special to us yeah Hell yeah and that i was means gonna a say lot, man. i was Thank gonna you. say too like what you guys are doing is like super fucking dope and um trying's not easy <coughs> by any means me and jc both get that so i just love people who are just like fuck it let's just try it you know what i'm yeah. saying let's just go for it you know and so that's what you guys are doing man and so it's just re very respectful to see man we appreciate that i know i appreciate that hella because that's so much of the battle like and if y'all didn't hear him it really is like majority of what this is is just doing the damn thing like it's hard as hell to be able to do so sometimes but if you can 
fucking give or if you can't give the people that are doing it the credit you know what i'm saying because you can do it too it's just we're actually fucking trying at least enough to right now to where we can get that movement for ourselves and for everybody around there that wants to do it because there's people out here that want this you know want this information this conversation with y'all and now they're getting to somewhat have it in a sense through us and that's really cool, bro. We came prepared with the questions. <laughs> I was at work. Hey, hey, yeah, this is hey, kind of dope. Bro. Hey, I was at work at 9 a.m. I was like, hey, no, fuck everything else. This is more important. I need to. I need about two hours to just hammer this out. I hit everybody up. I knew. I was like, hey, look, I need. Let's say somebody dope as fuck comes on your podcast. What do I need to ask? I'm not telling you who. This is very prepared. Thanks. You know, me, yeah. me and Jason go on a, a ton of podcasts. No one's ever given us the questions that they're going to ask us. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And it's not even really for a sense that um, where it's like a script or anything like that, you know, too. No, where it's, it's like it's that. Just, Ooh, it's, shit. Just, it's just it's just touching points, right? Because, I yeah. actually want to know y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like conversations happen naturally with these questions. And so what happens is that that, that conversation <laughs> ends. It's like, all right, what's the next talking point? Right. Yep. And yep. so it just keeps you on track. Yep. And we're smoking a fuck ton of weed. So like, we and whatever we don't get to. Whatever yeah. we don't get to, I'm just going to fold Always this paper smoking. in half and bring the rest of it to Vegas with me. <laughs> yeah. There we go. It's a wrap. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, we meeting them in Vegas for sure, bro. Hey, no doubt, though. Um, what did you bring you, you said you had brought again? Uh, so Weed-wise? Yes, sir. I, so I, brought, I brought the Platinum Kush Breath by Papa Jesus Farms. One of, probably one of my favorite farms out here. Um, I just love that one. They take the stab at doing prepackaged bags, which I think is right. uh, really cool. And I just love his art um, that he's doing, man. So it's <laughs> People just like, are so fifty-fifty on that, <laughs> but I love it too, dude. I fuck with it, and it, it gives art another place to be, dude. It so, also gives the stoner something cool to look at, and like I don't, art and also everything like that. Medicine, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, They're putting more into yeah. it. Yeah, and like you know, people people really fucking hate packaged flour here in Oklahoma, and so it's like. It's at, at some point, like, I don't want to say it, it's going to happen, though. Like, packaged yep. flour, just because of, like, you don't go to the store and buy Advil, like, by the handful, right? Like, yeah. it's already pre-packaged for the go, because, like, people don't want other people touching their shit before they take it, right? And so it's, like, same idea with, like, this is medicine at the end of the day. Yep. Like, yeah, we're all smoking weed, we're getting out, we're having a good time, but, like, it's all medicinal in a sense, rather that be, like, to have a better conversation or to relax us more while we're having this conversation. So, yeah. like... Cleaner the cannabis, the better off you are. And so, Agreed, bro. I really appreciate like what that that he does that. And so, the cool thing is, I gotta give a shout out though to Morgan um, at High Voltage because Most he definitely. he helps him out and uh, he packaged it. Morgan packaged it him, himself sometimes and will help him out so that he can get off the store floor faster. Bro, that's go. some love, which right is there. which I think is like that's a cool part about the Oklahoma cannabis industry. Yes, there's just individuals because, like. like that. People are like just willing to get their hands dirty, and like mm-hmm. in other markets, not really like that. I agree, man. I see a lot of people actually showing love here too, and I'm not sure because I haven't been in enough of the other markets yet, or to really experience that saturation of what it's like. But I can say, here they show a fuck ton of love to the vendors and the growers and the people that are actually trying to do something out here and push up this culture, this industry, and it's important, man, because. That's how I am, you know. I know I know other individuals that are, aren't really trying to be on that wave or trying to be helpful or whatever the case, and that's fine. But the ones that are out here really making the moves are the ones that are helping others grow. Yeah, you know. There's definitely haters. Don't get me wrong. No doubt. There's, there's definitely a lot oh, yeah. of. Um, I mean, you know, it's a very competitive market, right? There's so many fucking licenses. It's like, right. how are you? It's you know, it's hard, you know, to fall into almost like a high school clicky mm-hmm. type of vibe, but. 
I think that's it's just cool. Oh, you like it? I like it. I think together, stronger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people jumped in. I'm an Odin dispensary, and didn't think like, man, maybe I should partnered. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always thought the collab. We're the collaboration generation. No, dude. I, I, I mean, yeah, we. That's what we live on. Is collaboration. Yeah, yeah. I fuck with the tough. I really appreciate that though that you had like um, brought something that clean and you know. What you roll with, in a sense, yeah. the Papa Jesus and, I and everything. Got, like, I don't know if I, I should have some podcast, but I have some flour from Nevada as well. But, Hell yeah, that's what's I'll up. I'll if I could have that in Mojave. So. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't talk about it. Well, it's, <laughs> technically you're not supposed to really have it here, but we'll, we'll just pretend that they... Yeah. We aren't super big, so I don't think you'll be getting <laughs> in like too to much trouble right, I, I right here with this one. I follow the rules as much, as much as possible. We, we some stoners. We'll just say teleportation. Yeah. Real. Right? We'll just be like, it's all good. But this is this is one of my favorite strains. Now this is caramel cream, and we'll smoke this after this one. But um, Word. I really fuck with it. Caramel cream. That sounds delicious. I actually just brought some um, next leaf. And oh, I'll, we fuck with oh, exactly. Yeah, next leaf. That's what this one is. I thought Another, you were eyeing it, right? Yeah, Earlier? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. He's like, I know good bud when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <clears throat> they grow some fire, man. Yeah, we've actually been the tour there. Uh, we know the owner. I'm spacing his name right now, and I wish I wasn't. Yeah, I feel that. Um, that happens to me Mike. all the time. Mike. Oh, Mike. Yeah, Mike. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah, I haven't met um, him yet. I love Mike, dude. He's a back east guy uh, who moved to Arizona and then has a grow here, too. So it's like, I just I just love people's stories here, man. Because it's just like, yeah. there's so much that goes into what is happening present day to people. And so, like, the fact that he also grows fucking fire-ass weed like, makes me like it even more. Right. It's just an additional yeah. bonus. I would like him if he didn't grow fire weed, but the fact right. that he does, it's just like, adds to that. <laughs> Terry on the fucking... Yeah. Ice cream and shit. No, I, I feel you. That right there for me, though, is... Uh, I just be coughing a lot. Kind of... <laughs> he smokes about it, you know? Um, I got my name for a reason. That's actually why I kind of want to... What we wanted to get into a little bit is about y'all's kind of story just a little bit, if y'all are okay with it. Um, maybe how y'all started up single or together, you know, in the sense of whatever. Jason, um, so I... I started Culture and Chaos with my, my but, partner. No, no, no. And start, start how the fuck you even got to Vegas. Like, talk about how yeah. you, yeah, how you, okay. you live here. Whatever, yeah, whatever you, you want. Yeah, so, I mean, I was born and raised in Oklahoma City. And, oh, okay. um, Word. Yeah, I was. And then, so, you know, I just, I did DJ events out here. Um, I threw raves in Oklahoma City. In That's lit. From 99 to 2004. The actual yeah. rave scene? Yeah, it was, was there were actual raves. Yeah. yeah. I was checking out your Instagram. I scrolled all the way down to the first picture and I saw Benny Minassi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you take all the way down. Benny on your page? Yeah. First picture. Uh, yeah. Was, yeah. And I scrolled to the first one of yours. When yeah. yours got took over from another one, yeah. they changed your password, and then you posted the same picture yeah. again. So, yeah. sad. so I had, sad. I had to check. I did all my research. I was like, I'm going to know these guys, <laughs> but I'm not going to ask them anything that I can find out on Instagram. Well, it's that perfect that you, you went down to that, that picture because, like, what I wanted to do, right, like, I was always an ambitious kid, and I was throwing raves in, in Tulsa. And we were nice. getting about six to 800 kids, right, to come out. And I just wanted to be, like, one of the greatest event marketers, you know, in the country. That was, like, one of my dreams, right? I was like, well, I should go to Vegas to do it, right? And so being a promoter uh, yeah. in Oklahoma City and being a promoter in Vegas is two very different things, right? And so mm -hmm. in Oklahoma City, it comes with, like, a bit of clout, right? Like, oh, I'm a promoter, right? Like, I'm a concert promoter, this or that. Yeah. But, it, but in, in Vegas, it legit means that they give you a stack of flyers and they go tell you to stand on the street corner and they, and they tell you to write your initials on the, on the flyer. And every flyer that comes back with a person will give you two bucks. Damn. Right? And so okay. like if, if you go out promoting on the street corner and nobody comes in, 
you don't get paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so facts. Like, that's what I was doing that day at the Benny Benassi. Okay. Um, we that's had dope. him at the club that day, right? And so I was promoting. <coughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, I came out to Vegas and I became a, a street promoter, essentially. I got you. Um, and I also came out there with, with some drug addictions, right? I came out yeah, there sure. with an opiate addiction um, that carried with me for about 10 years right. in, in, in Vegas. So all, everything that I wanted to do, I never even really got the chance to start until about 10 years after I was in Vegas. And I, was, I looked up, I was like 35 years old. I was a single parent. Um, I'd had a kid with a lady that um, you know, left us and we haven't seen to this day. Right. Um, I was an alcoholic, um, and I was living in a fucking shitty apartment on 11th and Bridger downtown Las Vegas. Right? Damn. And if dog. you know, if you know about 11th, yeah, I was about to say, if you know I don't about know 11th that one, but Bridger, then that's it, right? It, it like in, now 11th and Bridger is like slightly gentrified, so it's not oh, that shit. bad. Okay. But like okay. 15, 20 years ago, you, yeah. you're not going down to 11th. And, <laughs> and he was in the thick of it. And we got and we got the puppies. Come on. Here. Puppies Come on. have entered the room. Hi, dogs. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my goodness. You're so nice. So many kisses. Oh. Oh, wow. Doctor. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you know, you're fine. Oh, we got dogs, man. Hey, yeah. So, um, but yeah, and people that people that get like wary about dogs, I get worried about those. People. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> what are you wary for, bro? Yeah, they're yeah, pure, like, bro. And if the dog is weird, that person, I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. get the fuck out my house. Yep, straight up. <laughs> they read them perfectly. Yeah, they know vibes right off the bat. They are just in tune with that shit, man. Yeah. This is one that comes sit in my lap. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. me. He is like you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's how I started in. Um, just in the thick of it, kind of. You know. Oh, that one's that one's super chill. Other two were like all hyped up. <laughs> this one's like, like Yo, yeah, what's, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, y'all smoking in the crib? Yeah. All right, cool. I see y'all. Yeah. Checking y'all for a second. I think yeah. That's Nala, right? God, that's a lot of legs, dude. Yeah. That's a Fuck. Lot Was that three dogs? Three dogs? Yeah. yeah. I got a cat in there too. Do you really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny but yeah man that's so, so you're in I the mean, thick of so, it yeah no i mean that's that's kind of where it started right and then you know like i mean just a long story short man i just kind of made it some decisions and some commitments to get on a path to become better right that's dope. and it took a long time right that's so, hard though it's it really hard, hard to right? do for people you know, you know? i mean so I, I, I got off opiates um and i got off methadone man that's stopped, incredible congrats bro um for real and you know i just got into business and you know i I don't know. It's a long story, but um, once I got kind of like to a position to where, you know, I was off the drugs, I had a little bit more support, right? Um, right. You know, I started, um, I started a business, right? But I was, I was not an entrepreneur. You gave me some really kind words about the type of entrepreneur I was. Let me tell you about the entrepreneur that started, right? Oh, like, no. I do not know what the fuck I'm doing, right? Because. It, you know, like I'm not educated, right? I didn't go to um, college. I was yeah, a high school same. dropout, right? Same, um, same. So, like, I don't understand. I didn't understand like simple business tactics, right? Kicks and all that shit. But, but yeah, but what I did know how to do is promote stuff, right? And Hell put yeah. people in rooms. And so I would go around. I started a marketing agency, and I was trying to help bars and restaurants, um, but with promotional services, right? And um, you know that was going okay. And any around that time, a, a dispensary or cannabis became legal in Nevada. And so one Dope. of the marketing services that I was selling was event marketing services. And That's so they, they were like, JC, 
um, we see you and Leilani are producing these monthly events. We think these are really cool. Can you guys do something similar like this for our dispensary to get more patients to our store? Oh, yeah. I was like, sure. Um, and after about two weeks of fucking like pulling my hair about, out about what I was going to call the event, what I was going to do, I, it just kind of hit me. Um, that we would call it culture and cannabis, right? And we would Damn. highlight, you know, kind of like the culture mm. through art, music, food, and people. And um, that's what we did. And so we had the first event. It was called Culture and Cannabis. We had, like, free tacos, free weed, and that was seven years ago. That's crazy. That is so beautiful, man. <laughs> no, honestly. Yeah, so we started like that. So, like, I mean, it's a trip because, like, today, like, we sold, you know, we sold well over millions of dollars in cannabis, right? But right. it started, like, that's how it started. You know what I'm saying? It was just like a commitment to not quit, a commitment to be better, yes. right? a commitment to build a business in, a, in, a, in an industry with a community with the right pillars, right? Mm-hmm. With the people, right? The, like the patients, you know what I mean? Like we're here because people matter to us, yes. you know what I'm saying? So that's like why people resonate with us. And so right. um, it's paid off, you know yeah, what I'm man. saying? People get we it backwards that, along man. the way too and they'll be like, we're here because people matter to us and then they flip it into like we're because we matter to people. I've noticed that's been happening a lot, bro, and, then, and that's, it's just a shame to see, dude, but I don't, you know, I have learned to just, like, you just learn to navigate more and more and more, and I'm a cancer anyway, so I kind of, whatever, I can see it through it, most of the sh- bullshit anyways, but, um. Yeah, it's all about navigating, dude. Bro, you, know, you and being able to, you know. You navigated the fuck out of that. All right, I'm gonna just say it right now. <laughs> you navigated the fuck out of that, because that shit right there, like, the intensity of real life. And to actually have the problems that do arise and people don't like to, you know, um, necessarily look at or, you know, look at themselves even sometimes, you know, and really see what's wrong or what is right for you and try to be the best you you can be for the people that are around you. That shit takes a lot of fucking energy, time and skill and patience for yourself and the world around you because the world's always like, you know, trying to fucking make you do other shit or Get you back on your bullshit. It's, it's the magic sauce, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, like I said before, I didn't go to school. I don't know business. But, like, here I am running a business that's going to be yeah. probably one of the most impactful cannabis business in the country very soon, right? Definitely. And so it's like, I mean, if I didn't commit to being a better person, nobody would have wanted to be around me and work with me. You 100. know what I'm saying? And so I've, I've been able to surround my people that actually know what the fuck they're doing, like Tony. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? There's like allow me to be able to do these things, right? Because I made a commitment to being a better person. You know what I'm no saying? Doubt. And I think, I think like just those type of commitments, you know, can carry over to your business or anything. You know what I'm saying? So that's really what it's all about, you know? A lot of people need to hear that, man. Because a lot of people are going through that shit right now, and they're wondering how, you know, yeah, how do and, I get and that for me? Mentality? You know what I mean? It yeah. was like I needed to fucking stop being a loser. I needed to stop being fat. I needed to stop being lazy. I needed to stop drinking. I need to stop. I needed to become a man and stop being a little bitch. You feel, I feel me? You. And, I feel and, you. And, and because you know why? People needed me. You know what I'm saying? My yep. wife uh, needs me. My 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 kids need me. My business partner needs me. They don't need a little bitch. You, you know what I mean? and, yeah. and that, that might be coming off the wrong way. You know, no, what I mean? some but people can like, take it how they want, you know bro. I mean? but it's I, I'm real. A little bit older. You know what I mean? It's so true. It's like, it's I don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, but at the same time, it's like, you know, that's what it was for me. You know what I mean? Yep. And so, so I know other people need to hear that too. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's like if you want to win, you got to get serious about so, you know some things in your life. You know what I mean? That you have 100. to probably gonna have to let go. You know? And some of that shit's gonna fucking suck. 
Yeah, it's gonna up. really most, suck. Most of it is, but then it's gonna come back, dude. Like not that, but the fucking what that that feeling you have for that thing, that stupid ass shit. You know what I mean? It's gonna come back in something beautiful. It, yeah, facts. Yeah, you're gonna and have a Ferrari gonna, or some dumb yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Or <laughs> your beautiful fruition business. That's yeah, just, you know what you know? I mean? Like a vehicle that you can impact people yeah, in a yeah, special yeah, way. You know what I mean? Yep. Whatever that is. And a Ferrari. All that, yeah. All the things that all, all of the above. All of it. So you mentioned uh, your man Tony over here. So when did uh, you kind of, I don't know, I guess you say establish the fucking dominance of Tony in this bitch? So I had to, I had to fucking court to- Tony. It took, it, took, it, took, it took a long time. He <laughs> said, let me, get, let me get you in here, bro. The, the funny story is I found Tony slumming in, in northern Nevada. <laughs> running a marketing company. Um, you know, helping brands, but Word. Um, we, we met through podcasting. So I, I was doing, I was doing marketing services for a retail uh, dispensary and I was actually producing um, a podcast in the store. So it'd be like a patient drive type of situation. I got produce you. a podcast in, in the store the same day. Yeah. And then, so they had two stores, one in Vegas and one in um, Tahoe, which is in Northern Nevada, which is where Tony was from. Sick. Okay. And so me and Joy would get in the fucking car and our, our other partner, that was um, the camera guy, and we would drive to Tahoe and produce the, the podcast. And Tony, I'll let, I'll let Tony tell the story, but Tony would come up and come on the podcast, and that's how we met. Yeah. Lit, man. Yeah, that's how we met. That's um, crazy. But, uh, but yeah, so I was born and raised in Vegas, and then um, I went to college in Reno, and that's where I got started in the cannabis industry. But um, Sick. before then, like, um, I've always, like, just always had, like, a entrepreneurial mindset, like, I, I guess like the first time I really like that happened was like when I was um, in high school. So I, I, me and Jason have completely different stories. Did like, you go to high school? Completely different stories. <laughs> so like my, my, like I come from like a like uh, a really good family. Not that Jason doesn't, but I just come from like two very like hardworking parents. Like right. both of them just um, my mom's a paralegal, my dad's a forklift operator, but just like truly believed in giving me and my sister like the best chance possible Dope. and so they like like bust like literally broke their backs to put me and my sister through private school our whole life so i got to go to like really good schools in las vegas and like okay, me cool. really like um uh affluent people people that have really like big networks you know so, um and so because and i have a really big italian family that all lives in pretty much in las vegas we all went there together so like we you know rolled on as a crew and so like my you know they, like, all my cousins went to the high school with me, so I have, like, you know, this, like, really, I had a really good tr- Connection, upbringing. yeah. Yeah, an upbringing, like, like you know, sense of community. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, yeah, yeah, And We're so, uh, but, like, like because they broke their back, like, and, you know, it's still, like, I wanted to make sure, like, my, my goal always has been in life to, like, uh, provide for them. Like, I want to make sure, like, my parents are just, like, when I make it, I want to make sure, like, they make it big time, so... Um, so that's, 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 that's always a like, good that, goal, so, man. And so like, like, um, I think about like me and JC, like we both have like fire in us. And so it's just like, where does that fire come from? Like for JC and like legit comes from his children. You know what I'm saying? Like making sure that he provides, like he's a provider. Cause like, that's what JC wants to be. And it's the same for me, but just for my parents. That's so, so dope. And so at, at a young age, I was able to like <coughs> hone in on that. Um, so yeah. So like, you know, in high school I would like sell shit. Like I would sell like f- phone cases. Right. And, Shit like that. Candy bars Candy and bars, all, whatever, yeah, whatever. Whatever, get my hands on. And oh, then yeah. um, I got to college, and then I started this brand called Reno as Fuck. 
Nice. Uh, yeah. And so that was like just a sticker company I started and like just passed out a bunch of fucking stickers. Sick. Um, and that blew up and I got a licensing deal with a beer company called Revision out there. And then that, that went international. Now like the, the beer sells all across the country and then like in like 18 or t- uh, like 20 different countries now. Damn, fam. Yeah. So Let's that, go. So that was super dope. And so like because of that, I got into doing marketing, social media marketing, started doing it for businesses. And then um, my senior year of college, one of my good friends, Cole Marcus, he was my friend and brother. He was like, hey, man, he was from Denver. And he was like, hey, man, cannabis is like blowing up. And I know that you like, like smoking weed and right. you're like you're interested in it. Um, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to do a cannabis convention. I know you know how to throw events because I would throw events for my brain. He already knew you was on point. Yeah. So he was like, you want to do it together? And so I was like, yeah. And so like, I just like for two years straight, like we built, so I, um, that was in 2016, my senior year of college and the, the, um, show was at the end of 2017. And so I just had like legit two years of like literally just eating shit like like literally going to places and like like asking to like speak with people and like meet with people right. and just getting no after no after no and like calling uh. people like just like literally eating shit for a year and then learning like the cannabis industry and like essentially faking it not like i don't like the word faking it until you make it but like i hear you just like the idea of like i'm already to. this person i know this thing i already know I, i'm already this person i'm just gonna figure it out until mm-hmm. i get to that point and like you, you have know, to bro and you that's and, like to. and that's just like what i that's like what i do it's like that's the way i'm like able to achieve it. so that's lit. um so we did that and the first show went super fucking great and then through that i got i was able to start really doing like consulting for cannabis companies so I like, i've worked with a ton of different brands in nevada and then i was consulting for a company called harmonious cbd and they were in new leaf up in tahoe and my you. and my the the owner of the company at the time brandon who's still a great friend um he uh he was like he they kept he kept on telling me like yo you need to come up it's like nah fuck that shit Dude, like <laughs> it's all the same brands like I, I don't need to drive 45 minutes to go to lake tahoe in the, the winter to go see it's the same people that I already fucking see all the, at, time. At, all the time at all these events that I'm doing down here. Yeah, dude. I feel that. And so it was like the second or third time he was like, all right. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just call him a few. He's like, yeah, just meet this guy, JC Coates. Like, you, you guys would be like, he posts events in Vegas, bro. Like, you're really going to like this guy. And so I had checked out his Instagram before I went up. And I was just like, oh, this is another, like, just promoter churn <laughs> vip guest list guy who got like because i i grew up in vegas so like i knew the stereotype yeah. right like i knew exactly what like j, like Check you know marks. like the idea of a promoter like if in vegas when someone tells you promoter, they're like oh so you stand on the street corner and pass yeah, yeah. Cards. <laughs> like in other cities it's cool like people, when they tell me i'm like their promoter i'm like you like stand on street corners and so like you're out there pass huh? out with like a, like a cell phone number <laughs> yeah, on it yeah. type of deal um so um so i went up for the for that thing and i fucking see this guy and he's wearing a uh, a wide neck long tee with the skinniest jeans I've ever seen and the Gary V shoes and I, and I had tried to buy those fucking shoes before they sold out and I couldn't uh, get a pair fuck. and this motherfucker had the clouds in, the, the first edition clouds and dirts Didn't Joy, did you buy those you bought them you Joy bought them I'm jealous bro oh, that's love right there yeah. that's clutch yeah. and so I fucking saw those and I said I was like Hey man, those those shoes are really dope. And he was like, "All right, cool, whatever." And like he kind of like blew me off. And I was like, "All right, whatever, man." Uh-huh. And so we get into the podcast room, and uh, it was me, our other good buddy Derek Uman, and then Brandon all on the podcast, kind of talk about a bunch of different shit. Nice. And we, me and JC just dominated the podcast. Like it was just me and him talking majority of the time. That's late. Yeah. So it was uh, culture and cannabis had been going for a little bit at that time, and you were 
having those events out there. So I had that marketing contract, right, for that oh, okay, store, okay, and okay. I was doing those podcasts there, and I was yes, also sir. producing yes. the, the culture and cannabis events. So what happened right. was that first event that we did for the dispensary mm-hmm. was during this time when the regulations were kind of gray, right? And so um, there's really harsh regulations on how you can uh, market your dispensary in Nevada. Right? I've heard a lot of different stuff about regulations and yeah. so many so brackets cra- on that so stuff. so crazy. Yeah. So crazy. that's why they wanted to do the event. So cause I they couldn't you. do like TV commercials and billboards or shit like that. So, um, you know, th- what they wanted to do is give out weed at the door, free weed. And so nice. they did that, but then they ended up getting in trouble. Oh, and so we, Joy and I took the event. They fired us. We lost that account. What? Yeah. But Joy and I kept the event and I kept producing that event every single month. Um, I did it for four years. Damn. Every single month for four years. So yeah, during, during that That's time, crazy. I was uh, marketing and doing that podcast. I was still producing that event. I got you. So then that is like the fruition of where y'all met. And then that is where y'all started to link up more and more on that podcast. Yeah, because what happened was is that he would come up every other week. So I'll be able to just come, come meet him. And so, like, through that time, we just became closer and closer. And then I would come down to Vegas a lot because mm-hmm. um, just because that's just where I was from. And I'd, you know, come down there for events or whatever. Yeah, bro. And I would hop on the podcast there. So I, me and him were, like, you know, gaining this relationship over, like, a year and a half period. That's cool. And then, and then, well, you know, JC got let go. For, uh, like, you know, this end of the contract with JC. Yeah. And then JC was like, and at that time, I had also got let go from a contract that, like, I kind of, like, I didn't feel good about it at the time. It, really, it honestly ended up being like the best thing ever yeah. happened. But like at the time, it kind of sucked, and I, I was like kind of crying to him about it. And then that happened to him. He was like, "Yo, fuck all that shit. Let's just like go do our own podcast." Hell yeah! And I was like, "All right, sounds cool." And so I would fly, literally fly down once a month to come shoot like four or five episodes. Yeah. At our partner's house, Chuck, and he would record just like just how we are right now. But like it would have like cam. Like Chuck's like, like Chuck is the goat, bro. Yeah. Chuck is we call him the X Factor in our group. <laughs> I mean, he's just the, the dude that can literally, like, he just brings it all together. And so, um, like and so he has, like, uh, but he, he's, like, just super technical, so he had all this, this, like, camera set up. And, like, we had some pretty, led like, legendary first couple podcasts just because we were, like, so hyped on it. I, do you, I don't know if you guys know David Tran. Yeah. David um, Tran. For the, he's uh, the who, founder of Dope. Magazine. Okay, bet, bet, bet. Yeah. He was the third person sure. that we ever had on the podcast. Damn, dog. And then because JC just called this motherfucker and was like, hey, uh, you want to come do the podcast? And David Tran was like, yeah, but you have to come pick me up from this convention. And so we had to roll over there and pick his ass up. And then that turned into me like going out with him and like a bunch of people from High Times at that time. Oh, and shit. And partying with them because JC wouldn't fuck come with me. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 And I, I was just in town visiting, so I didn't have a car, so I had to call my grandfather who had like a nicer Chrysler, like a newer Chrysler 300C, Damn, so I had to yeah. drive them around. You so know, I, I didn't want to do, have that good one. I didn't want to roll, like go, like you know, roll you know, out anything crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel it. No, I feel it. I would have done the same thing, bro. I'm getting my good one, bro. What's up? Who do I know? Hold up. Where the bro? Yeah. <laughs> what? Nah, but hey, that's beautiful, man. In in a sense, you know, it's kind of how this all happened for us. But it's just crazy how that can be the right stepping stones. Like how you were saying that ending of the contract, that ending of the contract. Like the right stepping stones in a way to just get to that right point where you're like, damn, this is about to just be something huge. Something crazy that we didn't see, but we did see at the same time coming in a, yeah, in a sense. Yeah, what's so crazy, too, is like... Um the foreshadowing that happens because like we always like because like right off the bat when you meet like you know because we've at that time we had already been in the industry for like three or four years so like we had already like thought about 
every idea that we could potentially accomplish, right? So we had like, everything that we're doing now, like we talked about within like the first six to 12 months of like meeting and actually like making an actual company. Yeah, man. That. And so it's, what's, what's so crazy though is like that's usually what usually happens. Like you can kind mm-hmm. of foresee it. And so as long as you can execute on making it happen, it, it usually happens. Right. And you tried and that's yeah. where it fucking felt like not fell through but came through you know and was able to fucking make that actual growth like a plant in the ground and now it's a fucking big ass tree motherfuckers are looking up at it like damn all kinds of fruits on it and shit (laughs) the fruits are money you know whatever it is you know but no it's really cool man like it's beautiful to see because i don't know this world needs more representation of positivity with this with this that i'm holding in my hand because it's something different about being able to have that liberty of you know not only marketing yourselves in a way that's able to be you know uplifting for you and your lives whatever it may be but to also have the effect the ripple effect for people that are having that same idea in a sense but it's not just for podcasting it'd be for anything but it's powered through cannabis that shit is going to be fucking lit and for people to be able to have a positive look at it is really what i think the world needs you know because they're spitting so much bad shit all the time so much stigmas around it all the time it's almost like bringing it's brainwashed back to what people. it really is you, you know what i'm saying it's been so like washed over right like that's that's really what it is right it's like yeah. we're not bringing something new it's like <laughs> cannabis has always been that way right it's always been like peace and love and you know what i mean and, yeah man um, it hasn't always been just rapper weed. You know right, exactly. Yeah, it's not just this, oh, like, yeah. cloudy thing that people are trying to chase after. And, oh, because I've seen a couple people that are big doing this. I got to do it now. It's like, nah, man, this is a culture of itself. You know, there's just people that are big doing it, and there's people that are small doing it. There's people that are all kinds of ins and outs doing it. It's just a matter of what being able to be free to do it, you know, what I think <coughs> is a matter of it, too. Because that's what was cool about here for us. I mean, for me personally, having it legalized to where I can actually have a stance in a sense. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was doing all kinds of shit when it wasn't. But it's just in a term where I don't feel like that back creep of your subconscious of that media and all that shit just feeding into you all the time of how it's supposed to be or how it's going to be when you get high or go out and smoke and all this shit. But in actuality, it's this. It's blissful. It's there's sereneness, there's opportunities for you to create things, you know, like all these different things that come off, like, I'd much rather be able to have the freedom to do that thing, or to have that in my life than to just be restricted or not have that, you know what I'm saying? No, 100%, man. And we go deep. I fuck with your three dynamic, bro. Like I just think like this, like like y'all are hilarious, honestly. I just do a lot of coughing. Like yeah, Yeah, my boy be straight coughing. He's rifting, and then he just pipes in every time there's a a breath taken. And he's rolling just these bars over here. He's just rolling these massive joints and passing them around. He's like, here you go. Nah, uh, yeah, but I bring to the table, baby. You know what I, mean? <laughs> no, I love it, dude. It's a lot of value. Yeah, bro. That hustle, though. That hustle, that drive. You know, uh, not a, a lot of people have that. So it's really cool to see and y'all into. Well, the, the the crazy thing is, it's in everybody. Everyone, For can, sure. everyone can have it in no different capacities and at different parts of their life and and different ways of their life too. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's just like, um, 
you, you know, you just got to hone in on what makes you happy. Yeah, definitely that. Yeah, that's what you're, what you're guess, passionate about, and that that will drive the engine. I guess that's for me what it is is cannabis. Like that's what I, makes me happy about all this. You know, yeah, it's just like dope as fuck. Cause that's where I wanted to get into all this, and it took so much grind for me to just be able to get into the cannabis industry. Yeah, like I literally went to forty dispensaries with my resume in hand. Like, what's up? I got that shit. I'm good. You know, yeah. and they were like, mm, "We'll call you. We'll think about it. Whatever the fuck." Yeah. Like what? Y'all should have fucking hit me up because I won Best Buttender Award, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, now I evolved to different things, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to be in different levels of this cannabis industry, but... But part of... You going to those 40 stores is a reason why you got that. Exactly, bro. And it's that hustle. bro. Like, the fact... Dude, like, 40 knows. I love 40 knows. Yeah, give me me that. Because I'm going to get mine. Give me 80 knows, right? Because that one one yes after that 80, 40, whatever, is going to be such a dope yes. Yep. I'm going hard as fuck for that yes. Yeah. Yep. And most people don't seize it, I think. Or... If they have it, you know, or if they have that and they're like, oh, they just don't seize it. I'm trying to seize this shit. I'm trying to seize this industry, not for me, not for myself, but for itself in a general, like mm-hmm. pushing everybody up. That's what I want to do. It's okay for you, though. It's okay for you. Yeah, right. I got to be selfish yeah. a little bit. I mean, you know what I'm saying, for you to serve those around you, you know what I mean? Exactly. You got to take care of you. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? They, they deserve the best you. Yep. You know what I mean? And I think this helps me 100% get there. <laughs> Oh, bro. Yeah. I got a, I got a question for you. Okay. I'm kind of in a, I'm kind of in a situation that you're in, right? But I'm assuming I'm not I don't know fully. Okay. You're a full-time dad, right? Yes. Single dad, yeah. right? And I'm I'm not a single dad. No. I'm okay. married. I'm married. Okay, I was good. a single dad for many years though. So. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. How with the back to the hustle thing? You know yeah. it's like a 24/7 thing, right? How are you able to make time, you know, or even the mental capacity for to like maintain that relationship strongly well you, you know gotta I mean? you gotta be like okay so like i mean well it's just something that i struggle with now mm-hmm. because i mean well, i'm in a how, different well, how situation come, why are you struggling it why is it a struggle I, like, I i don't have you know my baby at my fingertips but do they live with you no do you get the visitation no you'll never get the visitation mm-hmm. how come no long sh- story sh- sh- long story right i yeah. mean so so and, and so, what still, trying, so what are you trying to say? Then what my mental capacity, right? I'm focused on like trying to do all of this stuff for myself and mm-hmm. get things going for myself, right? But in the back of my head, I always think about my my child, you know. And yeah. I've not. It's not that I haven't tried, cause believe me, dude, I've yeah. tried my hardest, bro. You mm-hmm. you can ask this motherfucker, bro. I've tried my hardest, bro. It's I don't get it. You feel me? I don't get that time. I don't get that like little bit of getting to know her or anything like yeah. that so it's like you might you bro. i mean you know yeah i mean you know. so maybe it's like the wrong person to ask no you know, no no, you no, no. All, but i mean I'm, i need to ask you bro yeah you, you hustle like a mother like, like i don't know different. i don't know really what happened right and like you, you know i mean the fact is like you you something might have happened to where you you might miss, you might have to miss out on this part you feel me you know what i'm saying but in in to make sure you don't miss out on some future moments yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? That's you got to take care. Of, you got to take care of you now. Yeah. So in the future, like it doesn't happen that way anymore. Yeah. You know? Because it, it's just like it's like it's not something that holds me back necessarily. You know what I mean? But when I get to like going, you know, and it just feels like it's like that 24/7, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
like I feel like I have to like slow down and just like think about it or something or try to right. do something. And then the, like with the balance part, like and then low key sometimes it'll hurt a little bit because I'm like, damn, I just wish she was like right next to me because I know yeah. what I'm working for. You feel well, like it sounds that? like like that's your gonna be your fuel, dog. Like it sounds like mm-hmm. like this is kind of like what could really drive you. You know what I'm saying? But that's because it's what matters to you. You know what I'm saying? And so you know what I mean? And, and, and like as far as like the balance part, right? Like if you're gonna be like it just depends on what you want, right? Because if you want to be, like, extremely great, yeah. you're going to have to over-index in certain areas of your life. And there's not going to be a balance. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? My, my best friend just picked up my, my 15-year-old son from school 20 minutes ago because I'm here with you. Well, I'm not here with my son. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I, I, I have... I, don't get me wrong. I spend time with him, and we had a great relationship, right? But sometimes I over-index in certain areas, right? So I can over-index in certain areas. That's what I'm struggling with right now. And that's, okay, and that's okay with me, right? Because it's okay with her. She's here, right? Yeah. And for me, that it, it's okay, right? Because, yeah. because the payoff in the future, you know, is, is, worth, is worth it now for yeah. me, you know? Definitely. But, you know. I, I've just always tried to put myself in the shoes of if, if I did have my kid right now. You know what I mean? That, that's an imaginary yeah. situation. Yeah, so sure. you can't do that. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah. You know? It'll sure. with you. Yeah. You gotta, fuck with, you gotta fuck with what you're stuck with, bro. Living the truth, dog. Living the truth, bro. That's good, though. I try, dude. It's one of the hardest things you could do, though. I promise you it is, bro. It really is, bro. Especially when you want something, like, super bad, bro. When you want it so bad and it just almost feels like it's, like, imaginary. Because it is in that essence, bro. Yeah, but if you keep on just thinking, well, like, you know, thinking about it and, like, pushing towards it, yep. it will happen. Right? Manifest yeah. that shit. Bro. Yeah. I don't have a kid, so I can't say it personally yet, but, like, in the sense that <clears throat> I feel this motherfucker, bro. I feel for him, because I know, in a sense, what that would be like to be just, like, have that restriction, and I, like, I don't know. I really respect motherfuckers that have that go-to, that drive to be able to get to that, like, zen balance of being able to get going and doing your damn thing for yourself, because it's not easy, bro, but you got this, bro. Like, yeah, you yeah, got this. You, you, you do, man. You got this right. And it's just like, you know, you're, you're building your testimony at the end of the day, right? Because, like, when you do win this battle, you see how much stronger you're going to be. And, like, you can have this conversation with somebody else. You see how power that, yeah, powerful facts. that is? You know what I mean? That's it. Facts. I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, I just we wanted that one. I had to get that out. <laughs> we winning out like, here, baby. Kid, why he be hustling? It's like he don't go to sleep, bro. He's on a plane. But it ain't all perfect, though. So how do you stay grounded? So how do you stay grounded in all the, like, maybe instability or... I mean, it's not all perfect, man. Like, I I scream at him. I scream at her. (laughs) Right? Like, you know, it's like... Yeah. (laughs) You know, I I get scared that this ain't going to work. Yep. The highs and lows. You know what I mean? Like, I go some dark places sometimes. Like, it's just, you know, it's just... You got to have good people around you. I feel normal. I I, I stay healthy. I try to eat good. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I spend time on on trying to make sure that um, I'm putting an effort and making myself better each and every day, right? So that that helps me def- defend against all that other shit. I know? fuck with that heavy because that's literally my mentality that I've been trying to shape my habits into. <coughs> so my mentality has been there, but my habits haven't been there, and it's like fuck. Get your habits right, you know what I'm saying? Get yeah. those habits in, so where yeah. your life is now shaping your mentality around that, you know, and now you can actually live the truths to you. And that shit is hard for me, but I'm actually getting it down now somewhat, you know. Um, but that shit right there is really helpful because 
I fuck with trying to be the best me I can be every day. Every day I wake up, I'm like, be the best you you can be. You know, like, whatever it may be. It may be the not so great sometimes, but yeah. it might be really, really good sometimes. And you can fucking flex, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know. I just think it's really cool, like, to see that the level that y'all have gotten to through that, you know, mentality and doing that. And every time it gives me hope for myself, but I'm sure it does for a whole lot of other yeah. people, too, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, we started I, we started six years ago, right? And we're still babies. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like. Still getting in, in the waters. Yeah. Yeah. He said babies. Fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> nah, y'all are some fucking goats, bro, for real. But it's been like for real a real blessing to be able to get that insight, you know, and just get y'all's time and everything like that, bro. I, I fucking appreciate the hell out of it, for real. Yo, we'll catch we'll catch up. We'll catch up, Tony. Don't trip. <laughs> we gonna we gonna get there, bro. I'm, I'm like. Hey, they said six years, fam. I'm thinking, I'm like, did I roll like three? They said six years, fam. Because I can't remember, bro. And now I'm looking down at shit, it's like, not a lot of weed left, bro. Say, how many did I roll? Not a lot of weed left, bro. That's why I'm busting out the rig. I'm like, let me get some of this apothecary on. Do y'all fuck with wax a lot? Concentrate? We smoke a lot of flour. But not against concentrate by any means. I feel it. Do y'all, when you do fuck with concentrates, what do you fuck with? Um, or what uh, do you we, like, prefer? We, we, uh, I, I prefer like a live resin or um, I, I even like cured resins too. Like, I don't know. I guess like uh, the Nevada market grew up on essentially MPX. I don't know if you guys know about MPX. <laughs> no, it is MPX is a, like a publicly traded company. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, you grew up on we, Yeah. Like they're just, the, they're like one of the biggest concentrate brands in Nevada, and they produce high quality product at a very affordable price. Word. Okay. Um, so I fuck with them, and they're they're based out of Arizona, but they're a publicly traded company, so they're they're big time. No, uh, they're in, and they're in multiple markets. Um, but uh, but I just, I just, I'm surprised they're not here yet. Yeah. Maybe they will be uh, soon. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe they don't need to, right? Yeah, maybe they don't need to. I just there's fuck a bunch with of shit the, going on out here. I mean, yeah, I just fuck with the what is it? Infused pre rolls. Infused pre rolls. Yeah. I like hash rosin if I'm, like, really trying to just be bougie and I'm like, that's my shit, shit. Like, I'm really fucking with it. Like, I'm like, it's, damn. It's dope that y'all, like, have this out, out here, right? Because we don't really have it in Vegas much. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, like, I know about it and smoke plenty of it, right? But it's just sure. not something that you find in, in a dispensary. Commonly. Yeah. yeah. Your, your guys' scene out here is super advanced to, like, most other scenes. And it's just because, one, it's a medical program. And so, like... Like, notoriously, medical programs are always have the most, like, um, knowledgeable patients. I feel you. Um, they're trying to reach that knowledge. Yeah. Quick. And so, I, I mean, obviously, there's probably a bunch of people that don't have knowledge out here, but I'm just saying, like... No doubt. Like, but there's a barrier to entry to getting your medical card that is, like, um, makes you want to have some type of, like, in, like knowledgeable investment. You, you why you, why, why am I investing in this yeah, shit? Yeah. Why am, why am I, I putting my time on this? dollars on this medical card, and, like, if I go to the dispensary, I want to know exactly what I'm buying and how I'm buying it. Mm-hmm, and why so, it's good for me. Yeah. So, is it... What's the condition there, Rick? It's yeah, it's wrecked. And so like it's so crazy too because other markets like Colorado, they were able to <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel. Everybody's like, "Oh, we want it to go wreck." I, I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. yet. <laughs> because first of all, you're right. We have learned a lot. You know what I mean? I knew a lot going into it, but I'm, I'm, I swear I learn more every day. And I don't feel like everyone ha- cuz I'm talking to people out in North Carolina and they're like, "What the fuck is what's BHO?" What do you mean? Or like what? 
hash rods. And they just don't understand the terms even. Like, it's not that they don't know what the product is. They just don't even know the terms well, for it sometimes. Yeah, and I would even say it's, the recreational market makes a lazy consumer because it's just like... No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. No. no, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, it's, a, it's some real. And so it's just like interesting because... Um, yeah. With that being said, the rec market is... For a mature market, it's like necessary, like yeah. like to be yeah. able because then you because that's like how you get tourism involved and that's how and then yeah, yeah, and yeah. a recreational market will then allow you know when it goes federally legal to do interstate commerce right where definitely yeah. you know I'm buying stuff from California and selling it here in Oklahoma or vice Facts. versa right yeah so, yeah and, I know, think you should think? wait at least maybe five years medical though like get our like shit established where when it changes it doesn't change so much shit for the medical patients well, too well the, the, the crazy thing is if you think about it federally like it's like why why like there's no there's like um if you were to go federally legal like not you know there's states that don't grow certain things but they still sell my grocery stores you know what I'm saying yeah. so it's like retail infrastructure is already set up so federally legalization happened um other states like North Dakota wouldn't have to like wait for the time of the process of setting up cultivations because they could yep, just buy yeah, that shit from California because yep. they have an abundance of it, right? So if you think about it in that sense, it's like you could build economies way faster Fair. that Definitely. way. But you think that it would go that way, bro? It has yeah. to. It's like that well, way to the point where well, they could it's probably like because almost, what? Do you think they would transport it via mail? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I feel like, you know, the, for the market to, you know, it's like going to turn into like wine or alcohol, you know? Kyle asked if, okay. he, he he asked if they think it will uh, be transported mail. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. like you, yeah. I mean, straight up. <laughs> well, I have a lot of people fucking asking about delivery and shit already, and I'm like, no, nah, we don't, we don't do that, you the, know? We don't well, do so that. Well, it's so crazy is that, well, like, delivery, so like, California <laughs> is such a crazy beast because delivery there is like a, like, that's how people buy their weed. Right. And that's what I've been hearing. Yeah. So like, like people just go on these like it's straight up like an online internet company. But it's a dispensary with just a website at the storefront. Yeah. And so you go on there, you buy your weed, and then they have a, uh, a distribution license that allows them to drop it off at your house. We're and, listening to this, right? And taking yeah. notes. Shit. Yeah, no, you're good. Oh, and so, and so, it's just like um, that's already started to happen now in Nevada. Nevada. The issue with Nevada though is that regulations haven't been set up to have a distribution company yet. There's so it's no like because here there's a distribution license, right? right. You could be like um, a big stash house, right? Yeah, Everyone exactly. knows about. They're a massive distributor, and like that's like very synonymous with like alcohol companies right? right like so my father works for budweiser but he works for the distributor franchise. it's a it's not a franchise so it's a okay. distributor so it's nevada beverage and so they get contracts with different types of just drink products is what they do and so you. they sell those into the market right so obviously las vegas is a there's only a certain amount of wholesale licenses for um drink companies in nevada and so it makes it a privileged market so those licenses are super expensive and that's how cannabis is modeled in nevada as well I so it's you. just like you know interesting how different things you know, shape different industries. Yeah, most definitely. And, like, a lot of people, I, for me personally, I haven't been to Vegas yet, but, like, to have that kind of wisdom in a sense is really cool to understand when you're going into something. You know, if you go into Vegas, you're, like, just, instead of just being shell-shocked, you're like, what the fuck? You know, what, what's going on? It's all different it's, from how Oklahoma was, you well, know? Well, it's, like, straight up, like, you know, you get off a plane, and it's, like, so there's, a, like, a very, like, like uh, well-known mall. It's called Fashion Show Mall, and it's, like, a high-end mall in Las Vegas. There's... Mm-hmm. Planet 13 is legitimately across the street. I heard about which that, Which is bitch. essentially the the fashion show mall of Las Vegas, which is, means it's like the fashion show mall of the world. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's the biggest, largest. It's like you know, it's the pinnacle. It's of huge, like, right? Dispensary entertainment yeah. center. Yeah, that's. I've been wanting to go there, low key. And so, like, is it cool? Like, yeah, pretty cool. it's fucking dope. And we so, we still our stuff there. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, and so oh, we have a lot oh. of friends that work there and like an upper management. And so it's like cool to see like where they're going and how that is shaping the industry as well because it's like. Go Cannabis is also entertainment too. So it's like Yeah, and that's what's a lot of people were missing is kind of what I was saying earlier about that like what you need to do about cannabis or what your thing is is like that's what it was was for y'all. This is kind of what it is for us in a sense, but there's all those different facets for people to pick up on and really get that drive about this shit and push it in a positive light because it is entertainment, bro. Yeah, well cuz it's like so crazy so cannabis lounges just got passed in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to allow places like a Planet 13 to have the fucking circus delay of yes. can like a can like yeah. they think about like the craziest shit you can do add weed to that and that's like what could be cultivated at a place <laughs> like Planet Thirteen right like the limits could be so pushed like I I don't know like you know they're like finalizing regulation on it but like mm-hmm. think about like I don't know get, think about getting like the craziest five star like a four star Michelin restaurant making you a meal but then you get to smoke weed there and it's like it has a wine pairing to it yes. I guess you won't be able to drink but it has a food pairing to right, it right 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 um, and it's like all curated right like, yeah it's like a almost an experience in it yeah in sense. so it's gonna completely change yeah it's kind of I was thinking of like a big ass water balloon fight smoking <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like fucking what bro but like, he's or, like bro five star restaurant <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like but yeah that's that's what I'm saying like it's so creative because like even like think about um like having a movie theater where you can smoke weed at. Yeah, exactly. Right? Just oh, like simple like sure. bowling alley where you smoke weed at, right? Like yep. instead of alcohol, you can smoke weed there. And it's just like, yeah, that's I, I like smoking weed and fucking bowling, bro. Yep. I wanna do oh, that damn thing. Weed and everything. Everything yeah. I'm doing pretty much. Yeah, if like, I'm at a vibe and a, where people are at, I wanna yeah. share some company, yeah. whatever the fuck. I'm smoking trying to smoke about it. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So very, no, interesting, very interesting. I'm excited that. to see how that comes up, man, and see, because I saw y'all post about that, that they were legalizing the, um, yeah. or getting on the move to legalizing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a pass bill. They're just in the, um, so after the bill got passed, they have a, like a, um, like subcommittees, essentially, okay. who then, like, vote on the actual, like, regulations. So they have, like, a, when the bill gets passed, it's kind of just, like, a general overview with, like, really, like, the main specific points, but then, like, regulation has to come in to like like uh poke the holes yeah well it's like have to have bathroom or yeah. like this signage needs to be up like just the small shit honestly. right but the, the shit that matters matters exactly yeah. like the legwork almost in a yeah. sense <clears throat> yeah so it's you know so that things are uniform and things can be regulated that's dope right. no but that's exciting because like how you're saying that what comes of that is going to be beautiful yeah and it's going to set the stage right because you know nevada is a um it's a tourism town, right? You know, we have 50 million plus people that come <laughs> yeah. every year. Right. Um, and so, uh, because of that, like, that's what, like, you know, people are going to come here, we're going to set a stage, and then it's going to set stages for the rest of the country where, like, states like Oklahoma or Utah or California go, oh, we can, we can, we can have profitable cannabis lounges, and this is how. Right. Mm-hmm. No right. Doubt. Most definitely. And then people can actually, like how you're saying, if it does become federally legal, have that little stepping point to where they can be like, look, it's already been happening here. We know what's going on there, in a sense. Yeah. Now we can do it hopefully good here and not, like, yeah. just bite people's shit. But, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, but, like, but like, 
biting someone's shit is how like creativity starts exactly right like someone has to and i'm not i'm not afraid of it someone has to steal an idea for someone else they're gonna go oh that's cool but we can make it way cooler by doing this yeah 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 yes (laughs) and i'm not i'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing things like in the sense of likeness but be creative (laughs) in the sense where you're just it's not just that thing you know like it's got a cool little vibe to it or something you know (laughs) but no i'm excited for sure because it's gonna like you like how you're saying, bro, just push that envelope of everyone being able to do these types of things. Well, yeah, and so it's just hopefully, you know, that's why politics is so important, though, when it comes to, like, local legislation and, like, statewide Definitely. legislation. Because, like, to make, like, Oklahoma has done it so correctly is by allowing everybody to be able to play. And so it's like, you know, there's obviously, like, a lot of, like, negatives that also come with that. But True. the positive is is that everyone gets to try. And yep. everyone gets to learn. And gets to yeah, fail if they fail. Yeah, and, everybody, and also everyone gets to fail. And so it's like, you know, in Nevada, there's like really no way, like you really have to fuck up to fail. Yeah. Yeah. Like you right. really, cause it's like a limited license market. Right. And like, but you're playing at super high stakes though, because it is mm-hmm. limited. Like, like it's million dollar licenses, million dollar facilities. Is it the same how, um, Florida is built up in a sense? Kind of, sort of. Cause Florida. I heard you have, it's like a monopoly almost where they it just is a, like. It's a monopoly. It's a monopoly in Florida hundred <laughs> percent. Um, just because it's all, it's. You, you can only be vertically, vertically in, up. Yeah. In, integrated. So you have you can only sell your weed to your dispensary. Yeah. That's or, nuts. Yeah. And so there are markets, though, like, for example, Colorado, though. Colorado, um, 70% of its uh, product, I mean, no, yes, it's like almost 70% of their products on their just on their medical side has to be grown by them. Um, and so there's a massive, so massive medical program in Colorado. So like that means that means a lot. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, our programming is like you have to be 100 percent from here. You know, you can't have anything from out state. No, no, no. I mean, like in the sense, grown by that dispensary group. Oh, I got you. I got yeah. You. There's got no you. state that allows interstate commerce. Okay. Cool. Cool. My bad. Actually, I misunderstood. The, the Oklahoma was like one of the first states to allow. <coughs> sorry. <coughs> to allow. Um, uh, <coughs> residents from other states. <coughs> To sign up for their uh, medical Med- license. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were wondering well, because we had it had just happened recently, not too long ago. <laughs> and we were like, that's, that's a trip. Now we can actually do that shit? Like, hmm. Yeah. So what happened was is that the state of Arkansas passed a medical program, but, you know, they're not, like, like the, the whole setup process, they're getting, like, how are you going to get a, a, a professional grower from San Diego to move to Arkansas? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. it's going to take a lot of money to get that guy there. You know what I'm saying? Get someone yeah. that can, like, get into it quick. So what ends up happening is that you get these semi-experienced guys who were legacy guys who, you know, maybe had 10 or 20 lights, but now they're moving to a facility that has 1,000 lights. Yeah. yeah. And that's like a completely Push. different scale. So it's like mm-hmm. um, understanding that. So that's why markets take a long while to get set up. So because of that, Arkansas was, like, made a deal with Oklahoma to allow people from Arkansas to get apply for a license there and then come here and use it. And bring it back with them legally over state lines. That's nuts. Fuck. Nutty. So that's like the first time that's ever happened. And it's like really not like that's well known cool, about, but it's pretty crazy to think about. It's fucking... It's the tides are turning. The, ch- the changes are coming. And if you're not ready, if you're not paying attention, you're going to be behind, motherfuckers. You're going to focus the fuck in. Tony is bringing that heat. <laughs> Tony's got the big facts. Big facts. <laughs> Dude, you guys literally answered all the questions I brought, and I didn't even get to have to ask half of them. Honestly. I mean, that's that's what happens, bro. When you come prepared, bro, they killed it. They, they killed, killed that. Shit, but bro. you know, we came prepared too with the questions, man. We we came in and we hey, and, they, and the fact that they answered all of them is just like. 
fuck. Yeah. So so now I got to make a whole new list so we can take to Vegas. Yep. Fuck. Because y'all so, answered every single motherfucking one. Man, but it's nuts, bro. We're we're at the end, bro. Season two, season two's coming. Season yeah. one's over. Facts, bro. Now we're going to take a quick vacation. Here in a second, you're going to hear the last sentence from season one. That's facts. But from all of us over here with the gang, you know, Twan in the building, C yep. in the building, yep. Kylo in the building. Culture we got and cannabis. Culture and cannabis in the building. My girl's somewhere here, too. Shout it's episode her. 20, man. This is it, bro. This is the last one of this season. Yeah, man. We're going to catch y'all later, bro. Yeah. Hey.